Welcome back to Four of a Pine Podcast. This podcast is for all those out there just like us trying to figure out what's next in their careers. So join us and exciting guests as we discuss navigating our jobs, entrepreneurship, and all the ups and downs along the way. So today is a very special episode. Why? It's episode number 25. Episode 25 is a special one because it sounds like a lot for one thing. And two, it is our season one finale. So we'll spend some more time at the end of the episode outlining kind of what you can expect from season two. But for now, we have this one final season one episode for you. Thanks, Lauren. So as you all know, we love our What Have You Learned episodes. I think We've actually had one of those, but we really liked it, so we're going to do it again. So today, I want to do What Have You Learned, but expand on that a bit. Not only ask what you learned from the guests we've had this season, but also what we each have learned like from our own experiences with entrepreneurship and um, thinking specifically about the podcast. But let's start first with what we learned from our guests this season. So what is one lesson you learned from this season's guests, um, and particularly those we haven't discussed yet? We've talked to Rachna, to MJ, and to Zoe. So I know they all had some great advice, lessons, takeaways for us. Grace. You go first. Well, I personally learned so much from all our guests. And I think one of the lessons that really resonated with me is when Roshna talked about having to go through, I think, over 100 pitches before getting that first yes. And at one point, she wanted to wanted to cry, but she had to remind herself that you just kind of have to get back on the horse and try again. I think it's just a great reminder for all of us that persistence really pays off. And I, I think this is kind of related to what Brendan said about reminding yourself why you're doing something and how sort of ma- maintaining that perspective is really important. I've said this before, you know, life is a long game. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Wait, hang on. It just wants to run really fast. It really does. Okay, life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a long game. So maybe right now you're not where you want to be quite yet. But as long as what you're doing is going to get you to your ultimate goal, you just have to remind yourself that, hey, there's a reason why you're doing this. And you just have to keep your head up and keep pushing through. I thought, Grace, that's a a good takeaway And I had something that was similar, or at least in the following up kind of on what you said. And that was something that I think every single one of the folks we interviewed um, the second half of the season and earlier on as well talked about looking from an investor perspective, looking for investors that you match with. Like the process is much more about matching than it is some achievement of getting funding or getting an investment. It is really about finding a partner for your business that believes in the same kinds of things, has the same goals, the missions are aligned. And that is really the key. And I think there's sometimes pressure or you were saying you you could do a hundred pitches before you find someone you where you have an agreement and it might get tough along the way that you just you just want someone to say yes, but that match and partnership is really the key. It's not just getting the investment or the fundraise. This to me, this was something that every person said and, and agreed. Yeah. Rasna also had an even more interesting 
match that she had to go with because she was purchased, right? So then she mm-hmm. became an employee of a company again after being an entrepreneur. So you kind of also have to, not just the investors that are funding in, in your company, but then it's also important to find the synergy with anybody that actually then acquires your business because you right. want, it's your baby. You kind of want to keep the basis and the mission and the vision of what you had alive even after that acquisition occurs. So I thought her story had all of those things where it was, you know, she had the entrepreneurship to start with that was like very challenging and she had to get capital, uh, but she had to do it the right way. And then eventually went back into being, you know, in a, in a large company. Or at least bigger than what she was operating herself. Right. Yeah, but definitely a different role for her too. How about you, Michelle? Yeah. So for me, one thing that was always interesting, not only from the more recent guests, is that their passion is just so strong. Whatever they ended up building, whether it's MJ writing a book or Zoe starting up this baby food company and or other side gigs that they've had, um, they're all very passionate about what they end up trying to do. And they're able to continue with it because they're so passionate about it. Like there may be like really highs and like really lows all at the same time, but nonetheless, uh, their passion helps them push through whatever really fun thing is happening or gives them the energy to continue through whatever challenge they face. One of the reasons we've all loved doing this, and every person we talk to, there's always something new. And I, I just think that's that's been so fun and like one of the best parts of doing this podcast for sure. So on to question number two of this season finale. What is one thing you learned about the path to becoming an entrepreneur based on your experience starting the podcast? that you would want to share with our listeners. So that may, might be a particular piece of advice that you would have for someone else starting a podcast or starting a company or starting, or just general commentary about your expectations, how it's panned out. So I already had tremendous respect for entrepreneurs before even starting this venture with you guys. But now I feel like people always say you never really know until you've been there. And now that's just become more and more apparent to me and having gone through the experience myself with all of you having to build something from scratch, I think that respect for entrepreneurs just skyrocketed. I find myself being so impatient at times and have to remind myself that it takes time to build and grow something. So I guess my advice for entrepreneurs or anyone starting a new venture is to be patient and remind yourself that it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, that is excellent advice. Yeah, I would say one of the things that I have again, tremendous respect about entrepreneurs going through this experience. And I and I kind of thought it before, but now it's actually experiencing right. it. Right. Um, you see it more clearly in that I think each of us, and we kind of talked through this throughout the season, each of us is kind of more on the planning structured side. And so going through this experience, you can see how quickly your venture can shape and mold and the decisions that you're making along the way can change over mm-hmm. over time. You know, you still want the same vision and starting point to be like, okay, this is why we started this. Each of those things, you have to be able to go with the flow on on a lot of the little stuff, you know, because yeah. like, we had a lot of, gosh, we talked for months planning 
what we were doing. And at the end of the day, we were just like, all right, we just got to go for it and start recording and seeing what comes out. And now doing this and like actually getting into the cadence of going through it week by week, a lot of those decisions have changed. It's just like, that's the name of the game. Like these are the the people that we found to be the most interesting to go interview. These are the topics that people wanted to hear about. That kind of stuff, listening to, it's like listening to your customers or listening to what's out in the market. You have to go with the flow. And even for us, we don't have as much at stake to gain or lose as me, as an entrepreneur does normally. So I can see how like more critical those kind of decisions would be to them. Yeah, I think the value of our microphones haven't necessarily decreased yet from starting so we can still sell these, right, for 300 if we ever stop. <laughs> yeah. If anybody yeah. wants my advice for podcasting, <laughs> get better internet than satellite. <laughs> Solid advice. Um, also, hit record. Yeah, yes. hit record. Turns out it's a very important part. One thing you mentioned was, you know, we talked and talked and talked, then you had to get started, and then things started changing or you're pivoting. But I think... For me, it was really that getting started point, and it's it's really hard to start. And I think it's I've it's been really hard to you know keep everything up week to week. But there's something to be said for getting in a groove, in moment, having momentum, having something that you you've promised your listeners, your customers, and so you do what you can to make it work. But getting started what is really the hard part, and I think that's one of the best compliments that. I've received that we've received in doing the podcast is people have respect for the fact that we're doing it. And I think to what you both have said in terms of respecting people that have gone and started companies and businesses, you know, with big fight, you know, financial risk and all that stuff, what we're doing is a little different. But I think in terms of advice is not to be afraid to just to dive into it. And you'll figure it out as you go. Things will change. It'll be tough. It's worth doing. And it is going to continue to change, right? We have, we still have a lot of work to do and a lot of improvements we can make. And we're going to continue to make those iterations until, well, I was going to say until we've perfected it, but I'm sure it's going to be a continuous learning. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, Michelle, do you have anything to add on this one? Yeah, so there are a lot of lessons learned. Um, No matter how many people we speak to, no matter how many blogs we read, no matter how much research we do in advance, I think um, what I found very interesting about starting our podcast in particular is that there's always something that we don't expect. And I... I think that's always very interesting because we try to prepare ourselves, especially the four of us, as much as possible. And Mm -hmm. something interesting or different shows up or pops up randomly at every time. And so that's one thing. The other thing is that we all focus on different strengths. And I think that's one of the cool parts about having co-founders is that we all are able to gravitate towards things that we like to do and also things that were just naturally better than the other uh, three others. So I think those are two very interesting things. That's a great point, Michelle. Yeah. So we've talked about things you've learned from other people, things you've learned from the process, the experience. So my final question of our final episode of season one is, what is one thing you learned about yourself since starting the podcast? And 
I ask this because part of doing this, at least for me, and has been like the importance of self-reflection. If you understand the best ways you work best, how you work best with people, how you work on a team, you know, what motivates you, what doesn't, I think that can also take you really far and is an important part of the business or the product. I mean, all what I was going to say is that audio editing is not my forte. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave that up to the professionals that they think at this point. Yeah. I can think of something more, but I just, that came like as a joke to off the top Yeah, of <laughs> no, it, it is very time consuming. Yeah. Well, and I think it's not, I mean, it's not a joke. I think there are tasks you have to do to get stuff to have your product or your, your podcast, whatever, you know, not everything is super exciting, interviewing really awesome people and entrepreneurs. Sometimes you need to edit the podcast on audacity and it's really annoying. So yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think for me, I mentioned this in my answer for the second question earlier, I think I can be impatient at times. And I don't know if it's because I've lived in New York now for five years and my patience stick has gotten shorter since moving here. <laughs> Did you say patience stick? <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna That's the thing, that. right? I mean, maybe. I, I mean, it can't. It, I I, I, it. Let's make it a thing. Well, I just, I just made something up apparently, but, but yes, the patient stick has I gone love it. shorter. Yeah, I, I want to put that I, on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wanted us to be on iTunes most listened podcast like yesterday. But again, I had to remind myself that things take time to build. I think one other thing I learned about myself is the fact that I tend to really use a lot of data on decision makings and just the most like little things in terms of, hey, we, we have need to post to... on Instagram at 9am. Exactly. Because that's going to maximize the exposure or use these two links because that's going to result in higher click throughs and things like that. But yeah, so those are probably two things that I learned about myself. I mean, it's been a great learning experience. And I'm super excited to be learning more with you guys. Yeah, well, Gracie, I am very appreciative that you are that data driven because I didn't even think about researching when to post on Instagram and exactly <laughs> what, how many numbers of links is the right number to put in your descriptions to make sure that people click through. Like, I, it just never thought would have never even occurred to me. Yeah, um, I think not having a marketing background, I think I'm slowly turning myself into not quite a marketing guru, but there's definitely a lot that I just learned sort of with going through this experience and trying to come up with, hey, how do we grow this thing and maximize our reach for our audience or listeners? You could be an Instagram influencer one of these days. <laughs> how about you, Kelsey? Yeah, so I think one thing is, it's, it wasn't, it's not as scary as you think as I thought it was going to be to try something new, to start something new. And so I think for me, I know we like, we had an episode in the beginning of this podcast about risk taking. And I feel like I use a lot of these episodes for trying to figure out my own issues. So thank you for being patient with that. It's like my own therapy sessions, but I think <laughs> like, this has been a really good test for that. And something that I'll be able to take to, you know, a lot of other 
things that I'm doing and for, you know, to do more with the podcast itself. And I things that you're like, oh, I would never want to research like what mics to use. Um, I would never want to research what podcast platform or host platform that where we should host all our episodes. But you get into some of this stuff too. And I think sort of to keep an open mind about about what's interesting to do, what's not, and what's, you know, not that bad and what you should just need to go do. And so for me, I think keeping an open mind and trying something new. I don't know if that's something I learned about myself or just something I learned, but I I, I am better at trying something new and keeping an open mind. <laughs> yeah. So to rephrase that, I think you've become a little more risk tolerant than you were before we started this podcast. I'm um, much more eloquent than when I said. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's a big accomplishment, Kills. I think yeah. so too. And I have learned that I need to enunciate more. So yep. That's a takeaway. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most fun listening to your own voice. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, something I learned. Definitely got used to it a little bit, but every time you start talking, you're like, ah, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Keep listening. You're just cringing in one corner to your own, to your own voice. <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's gotten better for sure. Michelle, anything else to add or anything you learned about yourself? So... For me, this isn't like super introspective. This is kind of saying something that's really obvious, but I feel like I've realized how much I travel um, throughout this particular experience because I find myself in the weirdest places. Definitely in the weirdest places, whether it's different cities, different countries different time zones, figuring out the right time zone to record, or trying to find a quiet location uh, to to record in between various functions, sometimes work-related. I do think that is one thing that I have noticed. What we learned about Michelle is that she likes to travel a lot and (laughs) get up at midnight to record in bathrooms. Yeah. (laughs) Or a locker. Was it a locker room? No, I think it was a bathroom. It was like a bunch of different (laughs) bathrooms. It was the bathroom of some random restaurant because she 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 was like at a client dinner or something like that. <laughs> Props. So you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Alrighty. Well, that is all I have. So to use my favorite consulting term, what's the red thread? And shout out to our friend Chris Yernick for the term red thread. But we started this podcast because the four of us are passionate about women in business, in corporate leadership and board positions, in venture capital, and all across the startup community. This is a platform where we can combine our experiences in each of these areas with great advice and stories from women and men too, who have successfully navigated the challenges we all have and expect to face along the way. And finally, we love sharing our own podcast journey with you. So thank you so much for being a part of this community with us. And before we wrap up with a usual send off, we wanted to take a minute to talk to you guys about season two. Please reach out with topics you'd like to discuss with us. We already have a few that you have suggested, including negotiating salaries, how to accept and give constructive feedback, and angel investing. And to that point, one of the things we can use the time in between seasons is for us to line up guests. Another thing we will do is to consider ways to improve the listener experience. We are, again, we are learning as we go. We're continuing to iterate, 
but always want to make sure that we have a podcast experience that you enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us for season one of the Four of a Kind podcast. I can't believe we made it all the way through season one and a whole 25 episodes. Yay. As always, please do. <laughs> that, was like, that, was that was very enthusiastic. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> As always, please don't forget to hit subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts so that we can continue to grow the Four of a Kind community. You can also send us an email at fourofakindpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you spell out four and always reach out to us at Instagram at four of a kind podcast. We'll continue to engage with you between seasons and we won't be back till the fall, but we'll keep you up to date with all of our latest four of a kind news on Instagram. Thanks again, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you soon.